0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of All Cued Up, your review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Disney Plus, etc, etc. I'm your host Greg Dietz and with me always is Maya Don Fisher. How's your week been?
1: I've had a really up and down week. Up and down only because, you know, I've had to replace my audio interface that I use for recording and my... Uh, cable for my headset. The audio interface got here today, we're recording on Thursday, a day later than normal, but then when I went to connect it, there was a short in my headset cable, which I had to order a replacement for that, so it won't be here to Monday, so if I sound different on today's recording, it's because I'm using a shitty blue snowball microphone uh, instead of my professional headset that I normally use. And I'm frustrated by that. But other than that, it's been a really good week. Um, We're getting to play d d again.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, there's a funny thing about that. Um, I don't want to... I don't think it's a big deal if I use regular names. Does it? it doesn't matter.
1: No, it's fine.
0: Uh, so, Andy had explained to me that... Uh, Robert is not the best when it comes to tabletop games. That certain games that they play, uh, he just doesn't learn the rules or forgets certain things, and it's it's a problem. Uh, and one of my biggest things when I when I when I you know new people want to play D anD D is I'm like don't pick a magic user. Magic is a very complicated thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. This motherfucker immediately says wizard. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then to make things worse, he fucked up right away. (laughs) Right away. (laughs) During character creation.
1: I'm going to have to go in and see what in the hell's wrong with it to set it the way it should have been. Because he clearly wasn't doing something right to only have one option.
0: It, it wasn't only that, but like he picked warlock instead of wizard somehow.
1: Yeah, I but I was looking at his screen, I was like, I don't know why it's giving you these options. We'll go back to it, we'll worry about it later. It was already approaching 2 30 in the morning, and I was tired.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah,
1: that's what I loved about Muller. You know, he just it was just like boom, 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 boom. It was quick with his.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he I'm excited about his character too. Good lord.
1: What's great is I'm not gonna be running one campaign, I'm gonna be running two. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. So uh it's gonna be lot. you know Bambi's gonna be playing. Uh she's been dying to play ever since our last campaign imploded. Um but She's been wanting to play, so she's playing. And my baby sister's playing, who actually just enjoyed her 30th birthday two days ago.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. Um, And her husband's going to play with us and two of their friends. But it's not going to be every week. It's going to be every other Monday. Okay. And... I'm gonna get nuts with this one because my sister's wanting to run a summoner, but summoners were done away with in fourth edition. They don't have them in fifth edition. And I was like,
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't see that in fifth edition. So I
1: was like, you know what? There's a way we can figure out to convert a summoner from 3.5 to 5th edition. Yeah, and somebody's already done it and I found it, and I sent her the build for it like two o'clock this morning. I was like, hey, if you want to use this type of build. I'm all for it. It'll be fun. So basically, a summoner's going to be like a variant class of warlock.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's going to be interesting about our campaign, too, is that like we have to do it late. Every Tuesday. Yeah,
1: every Tuesday like, it's going to be fucking late as fuck.
0: Yeah, and uh, which means we're only going to be able to do it for like two hours, two and a half hours at best. Yeah, uh,
1: because because Mark's got to get up for work at like what, mm-hmm. 5.30 in the fucking morning?
0: Yeah. Um, so that's, that sucks a bit, but uh, the way that I look at it is if you're doing every other week with those people and it's, you know, th- those sessions are going to be like four or five hours, yeah. hours being two and a half and doing weekly, it's almost the same pace. Well,
1: yeah, it really will be.
0: Minus certain, certain things. <laughs> Um I'm excited yeah. though yeah it's going to be fun
1: but Regardless. you know I was telling you this morning I got that email and I'm getting my kickstarter that I backed very soon and I got to thinking I'm going to run that in so- somewhere once I learn it I'm going to run it somewhere
0: which um what is that thing for that, that particular yeah. campaign
1: um, it, it, well, it was one done by the Dungeon Dudes. They've run uh, three campaigns now. They, they ran the Dungeons of Drakenheim, which is a world they completely made up on their own. It's not even set in like Faerun, the main world of d d It's a completely uh, made-up world that they created and made a campaign of. And then they did uh, return to Drakenheim which was the second part of it. And now they're doing the third part. I think it's called Fate of Drakenheim. But yeah, their Kickstarter got backed in less than five minutes when it it debuted last year, a little over a year ago. And I went all in on it. And I'll get that hopefully next week. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Which, on their YouTube channel, they play it live on Twitch every Tuesday night. But then they upload the video, uh, edited down. They upload it to uh, their uh, Facebook page on Fridays. Gotcha. So if people want to watch it, they can. But yeah, I enjoy it. And since we'll we'll be playing so late, I can go and watch them on Tuesday nights.
0: You're gonna wait, you're gonna be able to watch them Tuesday nights?
1: Well, they play Eastern time. They play from like six thirty Eastern time to like nine, nine thirty. So yeah.
0: Oh uh, because be what I what we were talking about was uh still hopping on about seven and playing games until those guys are ready.
1: And seven would be ten for me, so Oh yeah. I like how your eyes were slowly moving back and forth across the ceiling while you were trying to do the math. Yeah,
0: well, because I was sitting there thinking, like, how does that work? But I realized that seven PM for us is ten PM for you already. And I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, your evening's fucking gonna be full on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Um uh what was I gonna say? A couple of
1: I'm excited though a couple other things. I'm going to a I'm going to the pool tomorrow. Uh, first time at a public pool. So yeah. There's that. And then Saturday's that Pride event that I'm going to. Oh okay. yeah. Hey, at the very least, you know, there's going to be guest speakers there, you know, special guests and everything, but at the very least it's a free fucking cookout. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, as long as fucking people in fucking khaki and fucking blue shirts don't show up with fucking white socks over their fucking heads, it'd be fine. I was going to say, what, 30 dudes in a U-Haul? 31 dudes in a U-Haul.
0: Fucking idiots. I've heard a lot of gay things in my life, but that seems probably gayer than going to Pride. You would think that, (laughs) you know... With their
1: respective homophobias and what have you, they wouldn't want to be packed that closely together in a truck. That proved us wrong. Talk about a sausage party. No kidding.
0: Um, well, before that, so we how, was, how was your week? Good, good. Uh, well, decently good. So, as you know, AC's broken into the car, start so to work at night, but um, I've been able to come home and kind of hang out with my folks or whatever, and and uh. But during the day I actually played all the way through the Quarry, the new horror game made by the guys who did um, Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah. I played that from front to back with my mom. Uh, we did not do a great job. Uh got a lot of the characters killed. Quite a bit. Of- <laughs> but it felt like a proper horror movie, you know, like you watch something like that and not everyone's going to going to survive, you know. And there's going to be exactly. characters and, uh, honestly, the, like there was, I think two characters that got killed that we didn't want to die. Like both my mom and I were like, no, no. So it was like, it was good. It was good for us. It was, it was a fun, you know, little experience. You two will love
1: until dawn then.
0: I know we're going to do that eventually. I, I can't say soon cause, um, too much shit on my plate as it is right now. But, uh, and then next Tuesday, um like that's my next tuesday by the way upcoming tuesday mm-hmm. is get up in the morning play fall guys the new season pretty much all day um until it's game night and then when you guys hop on at seven ish we'll play fucking fall guys until we do D D. okay like that's tuesday for me but um because y'all know i love fall guys uh i never would have known that <laughs> Uh, well, today, you know, I'm I'm playing the shit out of uh, Team and T Shredder's Revenge, which is you could consider it uh, Turtles Five because it is it is styled and designed to be very similar to Turtles in Time mm-hmm. or uh, the Manhattan Project and- to a lesser extent. Those games, yeah, but same same styling. Visually speaking, it's closer to Turtles in Time. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, but,
1: uh, uh, you can hear me okay, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure because I'm not a fan of having to use this microphone.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I got gotcha. you. Um, uh, the other thing is uh, uh, I, was watch- I was trying to find a movie to watch with my dad the other night. It's just him and I. And uh, I had mentioned because um, he was watching some kind of Kung Fu movie. And I said, Oh, have you ever heard of Kung Fu Hustle? And he was like, no, I've never seen it. And I was like, oh, my God. So I like went and found it and bought it. Or not bought it, I rented it. And uh, we sat there and watched it. He really enjoyed it. And he was like, I didn't expect this to be a live-action cartoon. I was like, oh, it is. It's a hilarious live-action cartoon.
1: Well, that's, that's pretty cool. cool.
0: I'm, I'm glad okay. I enjoyed it. Have you ever seen it? No, I've not. Oh, I fucking love it. Um, but uh, yeah, that was about it this week. It was just, you know really enjoy doing that with my mom and, uh, my dad and I finally have scheduled the classes we have to take for, uh, home dialysis, which I'm looking forward to, cause that's going to free up my fucking schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. Cause I still, I, that's the thing right now we go three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday to yeah. like, I drive him there. He stay, he's there for about four hours and then I go pick him up. Um, and that's like I said, it's three times a week. Home dialysis is going to be five times a week, literally every single weekday. And, um, but you're going to eliminate all that driving time. You eliminate the driving time. And the, and like once I have him hooked up and ready to go, him, like he, we can just watch a show until it's done. We can just watch yeah. something until it's done. Um, and then uh, once he is done, we, we we're good for the day. Yeah, yeah. So, uh but I don't know like it's going to be interesting like the other the other positive thing is that because this is a thing uh on Thursday next Thursday um like after we record the podcast uh I'll be taken off to go to that class and one of the first things that my dad and I are going to uh like ask is how do I become a pay for caretaker? Because no, that's stop. that's the thing. That's the thing where you live currently.
1: But is that a thing? If you were to move, would that be a thing?
0: Yeah, that's a yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I think I think there's a way to to handle that if we do end up moving. So. Boy, you just put a pit in my gut. I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't mean to. No, you're fine. You're fine. It's not your fault. It's, it's just the nature of the beast at the moment, but I hadn't thought about it. Oof. All right. Um, uh, I've actually thought a lot about it. There's other things I could say that would probably put a pit in your stomach, so I'm not going to right now. Well, there's a lot that I've already thought about when it comes <clears> to that whole scenario, that whole situation yeah Uh, a ton a ton that i've already thought about but in regards to next thursday and in relation to it i hadn't put a whole lot of thought into it i did don't get me wrong i did like one of my biggest concerns is you know getting um you know changing changing everything over to texas and does texas have the same things for my parents that california does you know like there's all of those thoughts yeah so trust me, it it's already on my mind. It was just not in the in I that you. moment. Um the other thing that happened this week was uh uh all of the like the E3 type stuff happened. Oh yeah, yeah. A ton of it. Good gravy. Uh it was as opposed E3. to bad gravy. Yeah. Um What's funny is it wasn't E three because E three is dead. Like, I, if it comes back, I'll be surprised. But um, yeah, I don't look for it to ever happen again. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It might. There's a There's a chance. Not, I mean, not in the
1: same capacity, anyway.
0: No, no. Um, but all the game companies still have their big like release schedule, release things. And I remember Thursday uh, during the uh, summer Game Fest hosted by Jeff Keighley... Um. They were like, uh, and from Tribute Games, you know, Toon Teen Teenage Ninja Turtles, Strategic Revenge, and I was like, oh shit, okay, cool. And like over the past year it was really funny because I, I the first time they showed the trailer, Mike Patton of Faith No More did the theme song, like in a rock version. Mm-hmm. And they had they had kind of done an animated uh intro to the game that look like the, the, not the 80s turtles. And I was like, I'm in, I'm in, I've got I, yes, please. Uh, they showed a little bit of gameplay and I was like, done, got my money. Just tell me when a few months later, they were like, we have an announcement for, for Shredder's revenge. And I was like, great release date. Nope. April O'Neil. Okay, cool. 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 That's a little odd, but I'm cool with it. Let's, let's go. When the game coming out, I'll buy it. A few months later go by and they're like, we have another announcement. Master Splinter. And I'm like, okay, release date, please, for fuck's sake. I just want to play the goddamn game. <laughs> and and I, like that was it. And I was like, okay. And it was like months before we heard anything. And then they showed some gameplay and they showed some behind the scenes and how they kind of went into making the game. And I was like, great. You'll love the 80s cartoon. I'm 100% into this. When? When can I play it? No release date. And so when they showed off this one, I was like please give us a fucking release date. And uh and keep in mind this was like a whole year had gone by, right? Um and I it, sh- it starts up and it goes Casey Jones is playable character. I was like that makes sense. That's awesome. Great. Casey Jones. Dope. And then it says um six players online. I went that's fucking awesome. Release date though. Please give me a fucking release date. And it says uh, you can also do, like, like, multiple players on the same console while playing online. So it's effectively, like, if you and Misty wanted to play, you could play on the same system and play with me. Um, or whatever you wanted to do in regards to that. Uh, and I'm like, just give me a goddamn release date. So finally, at the very end of the trailer, it shows uh, Donatello playing on a Game Boy, right? And, and, like, pitch black. Like, there's just he's just on a black screen. And he looks behind him and up above it. It says release date, and I went oh, fucking finally. It was like July sixth or June sixteenth, and I went ha! <laughs> <laughs> Way to surprise the shit out of me. And then it was like, and then to make to make everything even that much bigger, it was like and on Game Pass, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so I was, dude, I was, it was just like I was fucking stoked. And the other game that I would say that excited me the most is Squatch Games, the game studio opened by um, Justin Roiland, who does uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They have a – it's still an indie game, but it is a first-person shooter, and they're trying to make it look like a AAA game. But it is – it's called High on Life. And the story is that aliens have come to Earth, captured humans – because the chemical that humans put off when they think gets other aliens high. (laughs) So that's why humans have been enslaved just for their, their body chemistry essentially. And um, uh, so you play, I don't know if you play an alien or a human. I don't, I didn't catch that part, but you, um, you, you befriend a, a race of aliens that are guns. They're, they're guns. And they do different things. Think of each of the guns as like a gun that you'd get in um, Ratchet and Clank, right? Oh, okay. Like cool things that they do versus just shooting bullets. But their face is always at towards the camera, and each weapon talks. So that sounds wildly fun. It's it's gonna be insane. Uh, and um, yeah that that one stuck out to me. There was another one. There's a couple others that, that I was like oh, I'm very interested in that, but yeah the the standout to me was Shredder's Revenge and, and High on Life. I was like those two are definitely getting played. Um, yeah it was, it was it was it was it was a lot of fun to watch. Indie games are usually like what I gravitate towards nowadays because indie games they do different things. You know, uh, uh, AAA tries to play it safe all the time nowadays. And they don't really kind of go outside their, their comfort zone. Like, even Fortnite just kind of, like, slowly adds small things to their game, right? Yeah, They don't do anything new. So when a game comes out that is like, we're going to take the first-person genre and kind of do something interesting with it. I'm like, oh, fuck yes, dude. And that's what that's what had me really excited about. High on life. I was like, that's different. Um, But, yeah. Uh that's all on my notes. Um I do want to, you know, like I said, we're not done talking about it. Um there have been 70 mass shootings since Buffalo. How many? 7-0. Jesus Christ. Yep. Y'all, it's guns. It's fucking guns. You can say until you're blue in the face that it's not. Does not matter. It is guns. No. Yeah.
1: So. uh, well, I saw a tweet from a Canadian. They're like, you know how many school shootings we've had? They're like three. Not this year. In history. It's the guns.
0: It, it 100% is. I like when people say, oh, well, <clears throat> criminals are still going to get guns even if. You know, you make them illegal. If that's the case, if that's truly the case, then explain to me why a kid had to wait four years to be able to buy guns legally to do what he did. And you all did. Yeah. So, like, we're not, like, nobody is saying that, like, hey, a law that tells you you have to wear a fucking seatbelt or you have to have car insurance. Doesn't stop deaths from automobiles, it reduces the number significantly. But no, you want to argue because your toys being—you think your toys being taken away? Fuck I'm, your toys! I want them taken away. Like, oh, you deserve those toys. I, I don't give a
1: fuck. I hate guns. I fucking hate them, and I wish there weren't guns on the planet. I really do. Yeah, people are going to find other ways to kill each other, but fuck. You know, it's hard to fucking kill some beat somebody to death with a rock. It's, you know, a little easier to stab somebody with a knife, but you can't stab 19 motherfuckers in the span of 30 fucking seconds spread across so many feet in a classroom, can you? I, I, I don't give a fuck about your guns. Fuck your guns. I hate your guns. I hate your fucking Second Amendment. That's bullshit. Yep. Anyway.
0: Anyway, um, also Lauren Bobert. Apparently, this was hilarious to me. Did you hear the thing about her?
1: Oh, the tweet says she was best when she's on her knees. Did you see that?
0: <laughs> I did not see that, but that's amazing. Yeah. No, I uh, 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 allegedly like. There's no actual evidence, but I like it. I like to think it's true um, that she used to be a uh, an escort. Who I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it one iota. And that's the thing. In no way, shape, or form, uh, uh, or should any of us be shaming her for having been an escort or having had two abortions? No. What we should be shaming her for is being a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, uh, shame her for her po- hypocrisy. Which isn't terribly surprising considering the fucking source. But... Uh, anyway, why don't we move on to reviews? Shelby? Let's
1: do that. What are uh, we talking
0: about first today? gonna be talking about obi-wan kenobi um if you remember last week we're talking about obi-wan kenobi miss marvel and the boys respective episodes that we will get to when we get to that um respective newest episodes i guess i should say uh but yeah so obi-wan kenobi episode five um this comes off the heels of the infiltration into the inquisitor's temple base i don't know what to call it fortress fortress it is the inquisitor's fortress because it's Inquis- inquisitous fortress sisters or some stupid shit like that. I hate when they fuck... like. I hate when Siphon does that when they're just like let's make it a silly name and I'm like why just call the inquisitor's fortress. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. Um, uh, it's like it's like I I'd like the movie Avatar. I hate the name of the the, the element that they were trying to mine.
1: Oh, unobtanium. Yes. See, it's been so long since the original Avatar, and I I, I liked it well enough when I first watched it, but goddamn, I don't fucking give a fuck about a sequel now. It's been nine fucking years, I think. Yeah,
0: what? it's it's been too long, and that's the thing. I think a lot of people don't remember don't don't remember that that movie was successful based on its groundbreaking three D technology. That's Which it is not groundbreaking anymore. No, like. I think the world that was created of Pandora and the Na'vi and all that kind of stuff is fun. Sure, it's very heavily inspired by other sources of entertainment and media and whatnot, but so are half the shit you fucking watch anyway. Um, it's It was an entertaining movie. I ended up seeing it twice. I don't love the fucking movie, but I saw it because the 3D was really fucking cool. And then I started getting headaches from it. and I stopped watching it, but... Um, anyway way the fuck off topic on this. Uh, do you have a synopsis for Obi-Wan? I do, I do. Uh, throughout the episode is intercut a
1: flashback between Obi-Wan and Anakin and their training, and this is before Anakin lost his hand. Uh, because if you watch closely enough, he has both of his regular hands, so it's early on in Attack of the Clones. Uh, and it's a lightsaber duel where Anakin is just bound to determine to win at all costs. And Obi-Wan is trying to get through to him. There are different ways to fight. And you don't always have to be so aggressive. That's intercut throughout the entire episode. Um, what happens during the episode, here's a quick run through. Uh, we see Kenobi's... Lo- Kenobi and Leia are tracked to Jabim. Uh, Vader promotes Oriba to Grand Inquisitor. And once arriving at Jabim, the Empire begins to besiege the facility and deactivates the hangar, uh, the hangar doors, so they can't escape. Uh, they're basically locked into their stronghold. Stall for time. Obi-Wan negotiates with Reba and deduces that she knows Vader's true identity uh, as the only way uh, that she could reduce that was if she saw him massacre all the younglings on Coruscant during Order 66 as a youngling. Um, she reveals, essentially, she wanted to gain Vader's favor in order to get close to him, and that way she could kill him rather than serve him. Uh, but she refuses to accept Obi-Wan's help. Uh, The Empire busts in through the facility, uh, breaching the outer doors. Tala sacrifices herself to save Obi-Wan. Realizing that there's no way to win without everybody being slaughtered, Obi-Wan surrenders and is taken to Reva. He finally does convince her to uh, turn on Vader when she delivers him. Leia finds the tracker on Lola, disables it, uh, allowing the path, that's what they call these. this group, allowing everyone to escape before Vader comes in. And that scene where he busts in and the ship transport's taken off and he just grabs it, stops it in midair with the force yeah. and, starts, and then forces it down to the ground and starts ripping pieces off of it. Just big, huge chunks. Only yeah. to be fooled because the other actual real transport
0: does get away. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's that's Anakin's fucking strength with the Force, too, which is terrifying.
1: And um, then that's when Riva comes up behind Vader and tries to take a swing and he stops her near there and he's like, did you really think I didn't see this coming?
0: <laughs> <laughs> My Go
1: ahead.
0: So I loved, I, I really enjoyed the episode. Really enjoyed the episode. But I saw people online, a ton of Star Wars fans, and I've been seeing it over TikTok and all sorts of stuff, basically say that last week's episode sucked. That's what they're trying to say. And I was like, why, why do they think it sucks? It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why people think it sucks. And, and their arguments were always the same kind of, like, really annoying shit. Um, and then they say this week it was like, oh, it was a redemption. It was such a better episode. I'm like, it wasn't that much better than last week. Like I'd kind of put them on equal footing, right? And I was trying to sit there yeah. and figure out why, and I know why. Because you because you got the flashback, because you got you got like a brief scene that made everyone suddenly happy, and I'm like y'all are not watching fucking Star Wars for stories. Y'all are watching Star Wars for nostalgia. And I think that's my like biggest issue with Star Wars. Like I, I couldn't quite nail, I'll put it this way. I couldn't quite nail why watching the show wasn't exactly like my number one thing. Like I love Mandalorian I uh, uh, versus this show where this show's fine and I enjoy it. It's not bad, but it, it always kind of just felt like it was unnecessary, and now I know, now I feel why it's unnecessary. We drastically in Star Wars need to get the fuck away from the Skywalkers immediately. In any capacity. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm fine with a Skywalker saga story here and there, but give me more that, give me much more that's not Skywalker stuff.
0: Yeah, like, why is it so fucking pertinent that we have to, we have to, the, to, 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 I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it just, it's, it's, it's. I really want to enjoy the series. I really, really do. But every time it gets to a point where they're like, "Hey, it's really tense for Obi Wan." who you know what it happens to, or it's really intense for Leia, and I'm like, it's not, though. That tension is gone because I know what happens to these characters. Reva's not going to hit Darth Vader. We know that. No. When she pulled out the lightsaber, I was like, he's going to stop her because I know how Vader dies. I know Vader's story and i no. think that's that's one of the issues i take with the show at least with boba fett it was presumed he died at the end of la, or uh, at the beginning of last jet or uh, uh, return of the Re- jedi yeah so his story being expanded beyond the story that we knew was fun and
1: he more a rancor and that was cool
0: yeah um it just it it's just bothersome to me that this show needed to exist. Because it's done nothing inherently to enhance the story. Is it fun? Is it neat? Sure. And I'm not complain I'm not complaining in regards to the show existing as a whole. I'm just not getting
1: you're not getting the satisfaction that you get from new content in new territory.
0: Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's a good way to put it. No, I agree. Um, and this whole episode felt that way. Like, I again, I enjoyed it. But when it does this whole thing where it's like... Obi-Wan has to survive, obviously. Um, So how is he going to get out of this scenario? And which would mean that all the other characters... Are either a cannon fodder or they'll get away. It's the show's too predictable, is I think a problem for me right now because predictability is fine. Um, but too predictable is a problem, yeah. So I think that's where that's where my 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 trouble is with the show is I don't feel like the stakes are high because they're not, they're just not for certain characters. There are, you know, uh, uh, is it? Tali, 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 Tala, Tala. The stakes were high for her, obviously. Like brand new character put in a show that we never see beyond this show. She's yeah. probably gonna die, uh, and she did. Spoiler alert! It's the fifth. Episode. It's the penultimate episode. If if people are expecting us to keep spoilers to ourselves, there, that, that's it's a way harder task than you think. Um, but. When I watch when I watch Rogue One and I'm watching those characters I didn't know their fate until the end. Really? I did. Oh, I didn't know they were going to die. Oh, I, you- assu-
1: I assumed that they were all going to die.
0: Spoiler alert for Rogue One, I guess, if you haven't seen that fantastic movie. Um Watching that movie from the beginning, I didn't know what their goal was. I didn't know what the story that was going to be told. I knew the time, like where it placed into the timeline, but I didn't know what they were actually going to do until I saw the movie in theaters. And I was like, okay, they're going to steal the death plan, or the death plan, the Death Star plans. And when it came to the realization that they were going to have to die, I was like, oh shit, that's fucking brilliant. That's so fucking cool. Because... It allowed us the the, the, the perfect amount of time to really love this ragtag group of characters that came together as a team, which I fucking love ragtag teams. Um, To have them sacrifice themselves in that way was rad as hell. And I really, really enjoyed that. Um, But those were characters I didn't know their fate going in. Yeah, yeah. No idea. Uh, even though the story takes place in the middle of the timeline. But I know the fates of fucking, like, five of the characters in this show. Yeah. Five. Yeah, five characters. Seven, really. Seven? Well,
1: yeah, I guess so. Ten. Ten. How ten? Uh, You got Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru and Luke on Tatooine. Okay, I'm talking about... I'm talking about um,
0: consistent, consistent to the story characters because Aunt Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru aren't necessarily consistent. Like Uncle, the guy who played Uncle Owen did a fantastic job in that. one Yeah, episode. he did. Oh my god. But but still, I mean, still that fits my point. It fits exactly what I'm saying.
1: Like then then I was going to say Vader, Leia, her parents, R two and three PO, which were in the first episode.
0: Were they? Yeah. I forgot. I don't know. I think people, I think, I think, start like, I made a joke the other night. I hopped into a party to play a couple video games with people or just hang out for like a minute. And I was like, hey, guys, I have bad news. And they were like, what? And I was like, I'm not a Star Wars fan. They were like, why? I was like, because I don't hate Star Wars. (coughs) And they were all kind of like, what was that? And I'm like, never mind. But it's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just there's a level of disappointment when it comes to the reaction to the show
1: because absolutely, I've seen a lot of people hating on the show. Uh, Not hating on the show so much as they
0: hate on the actress Moses Ingram that plays Reba and her character. Which is wild because she's my favorite character in the whole show. She's the most interesting to me.
1: I mean, outside of scary Vader, yeah. Um,
0: I'm just glad Scary Vader's there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's 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 this weird like juxtaposition of. I really enjoy the show, but it's, it's not what I want from Star Wars right now. Like, Taika Waititi was in an interview recently where he's making his own Star Wars movie. He, he's making one. He doesn't know if it's going to turn into a trilogy or what the fuck ever. But he wants to tell a new story with new characters in a completely different location away from the Skywalker saga. And his point, which I fucking love, is when you have this giant world to work with, but you stick to one group of people your story doesn't seem as big anymore. No. And I completely fucking agree with him. So I'm excited for what he's got down the pipeline. And I want to see Disney Plus do shows in Star Wars with brand new characters. Yes. Like give us different genres within Star Wars. You do... What's that?
1: You said different.
0: <laughs> Sorry, different shows. Uh, I was just talking quickly.
1: No, it happens.
0: I don't know. Star Wars fans are the fucking worst, and they 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 have a tendency to ruin fucking Star Wars for me. Because I'm all excited. Like whenever I watch like a new Marvel show, like we're going to talk about Miss Marvel next, I tend to go to Twitter and I'm like, oh, what are people saying about it? Like I I kind of want to know. Interesting. And nine times out of ten, it's Mostly positive. A few, like, negative people are there, but that's, you know, that's gonna happen. That's expected. But with Star Wars, it just seems all fucking negative. Unless Hayden Christensen Hayden Christensen's on the the screen for, like, five fucking seconds. And then they all jizz their pants. And I'm like...
1: They weren't doing that 15 years ago.
0: Well, like, what pisses me off about Uh, Mandalorian was like Luke shows up at the end of season two to pick up Grogu, and what was everybody talking about for weeks after that finale? Mm. Not the fact that that uh, what's her ass like has to challenge Mando to the fucking blade, or or um, moth uh uh, not that was moth moth Gideon, was it Gideon? Mm -hmm. my brain wanted to say Gideon, but um, yeah, that Moff Gideon was like almost killed but not, you know, he was spared and like nobody was talking about that shit. They were just like, oh my god, Luke was in the market. I'm like, uh. I don't.
1: And don't get me wrong, that was awesome, but the story itself was already awesome. He was just an awesome welcome addition. But you know, it was necessary for the story. It wasn't like he was shoehorned in. Yeah, exactly. And then when he showed up again in book of Boba Fett for that episode, that was awesome too. But once again, necessary for the story that they're telling, not there for the sake of, Oh, we have to have something Skywalker in here.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I hope that, uh, I hope that going forward, um, with Star Wars, we can see more stuff. I, I I do enjoy the show, but it's it's. I wanted so much more from it.
1: And you know, maybe the finale will deliver us what we want. Who knows?
0: Well, what I what I want is a story that doesn't hinge on the fucking Skywalker so strongly.
1: Well, yeah, we're not going to get that with the finale.
0: No, no, we're not. No, we're not. That's that's kind of what my point is. Is like we're not. What we're going to get is what we've been getting. What we're going to get is fan service. And maybe it's just because I'm getting older. I don't give a flying rat's ass about fan service anymore. I just don't. Like, if it's anime, sure, because that's boobies. But that was mostly a joke.
1: Well, technically, that's what fan service is. And that's the thing. People misconstrue the use of fan service. They think just because there's a callback to something that it's fan service, and it's not. Fan service is literally the actual origin of fan service. Is literally dressing up girls in anime and sexy clothes and showing boobies. That that's was what fan service originated
0: as. I was like, that's the that's the first time I ever heard the term fan service was via that. So yeah, but.
1: Anyway, uh, anyway, what grade, what grade would you give this?
0: After everything I said, it's gonna be really funny. And A minus.
1: It was a really well done episode. It was yeah. very enjoyable.
0: So yeah, I don't begrudge that grade at all. No, it's solid. It, it works really well. There's there's a lot of character development with certain characters that I give a fuck about, like like Reva. We we get the reveal of what I had speculated to be her character for a minute. Um but we get more about her character in regards to wh- her purpose versus just hunting down Obi. I, I I was curious as to why she wanted Obi-Wan so badly. And the, the kind of twist was I was like, oh, that's neat. I wasn't expecting that aspect to it. Yeah, so that was awesome. Um, you know, the, the guy from uh, Rebels, the Grand Inquisitor guy, mm-hmm. him showing up and, and being like, like his line of uh, uh, revenge is a is a what do he say? How do he say that? Revenge, revenge
1: is has uh, revenge is a great motivator for staying alive. Yeah, you right for,
0: yeah, something motivators. along those lines. Something along those lines. And I was like, that's really fucking clever. Um, and then uh, her little fight with Vader was fun. Uh, you know his 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 showing of his force abilities was really cool, but. Again, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, this is more Skywalker shit.
1: Do you think she'll survive the finale and we'll get more of her character in the future in some capacity?
0: No. No. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy has a track record of trying to appease fans. And as of right now, the fans don't really like her. So, Which is unfortunate because I think she's a fantastic character. And you know what? I would prefer that she does die at the end of this. Her being a one-off character with an interesting backstory is is I, I don't think that we need to see her again. Um, but I would like to see some sort of sacrificial death. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like a noble she, redemption. She help,
0: yeah, she helps Obi-Wan at the end. That's what I'd like to see. But It also makes sense, realistically speaking. But what would you think? What was your grade? Yeah, I'd give it a B. I
1: mean, it was really solid, really well done. Uh, and I'd, I actually, I'd say a B plus. You know, it, it just wasn't quite A-level material for me, but it was nearly there. Um, I kind of wanted... I kind of wanted a little more uh, stormtrooper slaughter when it came to the to the the path as they're called. Um, yeah, I wanted to see a few more
0: people get taken out, just up
1: the tragedy a little bit more. But you know, I
0: had a, I had a good laugh at one of the shots of the stormtroopers where they they missed like a fuck ton of shots, as as you would expect. But there was one in the background that walked like. Right the fuck up to a dude and shot him in his gut and did not miss. And I looked at to my dad and I was like, "That stormtrooper actually hit his shot. <laughs> he had to get yeah. to fucking feet in front of the guy, but he made it."
1: Yeah, uh I, I enjoyed it though. um I really love scary Vader.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: just love seeing anything they do with him in action. It, give me, you know, if you if you're insistent on giving me old characters. Give me new Vader stories because there's so much untapped potential there. Things they can do with Vader to show how terrifying sure. he is. You know, you don't have to make a Darth Vader series, but give me new series with new characters in the timeline when he's still alive and show why he was so fucking terrifying.
0: I think a perfect example of that is um, his Fallen appearance Order. at the
1: end of Rogue One.
0: Or I was just Fall Fallen Order. Yeah, that too. But yes, yes, like, I completely agree. Um, but even still, I still just want, like, completely new characters, completely new location, maybe a timeline different. Like, just give us something else, We're crying out loud. Please, please give us something yeah. else.
1: Well, there's the High Republic con- content out there, but it's all in, you know, it's not in movie or TV show form yet. It's all in book and comics. Yeah. But but yeah. Eventually we'll we'll get some more stuff.
0: (laughs) I hope so. Um, All right. Well, let's move on to Miss Marvel episode two. Yeah. Uh, uh, There is something I'm going to bring up, but after you read, after you get through the synopsis.
1: All right. Uh, Let's see. Now, keep in mind, I'm reading these from Wikipedia. Uh, basically, we see Kamala begins training to learn and control her powers to the best of her ability with Bruno's help. Uh, he deduces that the Bangle activated her powers, which actually came from within her and not from the Bangle itself. Uh, we see a lot more of the day-to-day life of Kamala and her family and her friend uh, Nakia. Um, and we see them in temple or mosque, I'm sorry. Sorry for any Muslims out there. <laughs> um, well, but- That's actually,
0: I think, a positive thing of the show is it's showing what being in the mosques during service looks like.
1: Yeah, yeah, you had the male side and then the female side, and they're partitioned off, and they bring up that, you know, bring up the fact that they're partitioned for modesty and humility. Um, I'm sorry, you know, are you just using your religion to say you can't control yourself around women? Is that what you're saying?
0: I think that's the intent of the shot uh and part of why uh, Nadia is running for I was a council but
1: yeah she she's basically running for uh, leadership of the mosque board um and we see uh, Kamala Nakia and Bruno uh, go to a party that was organized by Zoe uh, the Popular girl who was saved by Kamala at the end of the first episode of Avengers Con, who started blowing up on her Instagram and getting more for more followers. Um, they meet a new uh, exchange student at school, Cameron, who seems to have an eye for Kamala, and she definitely has an eye for him. Yeah. Uh. They make friends. They exchange numbers. Uh, Bruno, of course, is frustrated with her infatuation with Comron and doesn't like the fact that Comron got everybody's name right but his, called him Brian. <laughs> yeah, which was funny. Um, he also uh, gets in uh, gets accepted into what was it Caltech?
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: And his guidance counselor's like, you got into Caltech. This is awesome. This is the part in the story where the main character is given this quest, and you accept it. And you know, obviously, it's funny because he's a side character, um, but he's like, I need to think about it, and he wants to talk to Kamala about it. And of course, she doesn't make time for him because she's going to spend time with Kamran because he's going to take her out in his uncle's nice car and teach her to drive. Um, you know uh they uh, they attend eid uh which is i'm not sure what it is
0: talk. uh let me look it up while you're reading the rest of the synopsis i'll look it up
1: but before they attend that they have a family they they show kamala at a family dinner and she has a vision she blacks out during the dinner and has a vision and she calls her grandmother and asks about her grandmother's mother her great grandmother uh, turns out her name's Aisha, but nobody will speak about her because apparently she brought great shame to the family. But she was the original owner of the Bengal. Uh, but even her grandma, Kamala's grandmother says, no, she brought shame upon the family. I won't, I won't speak about it. Uh, her mother tells her the same thing. Um, let's see.
0: Um. Eid, ma- eid Mabrak is an Arabic term that means blessed uh, blessed festival. Uh, the term is used by Arab Muslims as well as non-Arab Muslims all over the world. Internationally, Muslims use it as a greeting f- uh, for use on the feast. In the social sense, people usually celebrate Eid al-Fatir after Ramadan and Eid al-Hadda in the month of, oh, I'm going to butcher this, Duhul Hajjah, which is the 12th and final Islamic month. Okay. There
1: you go. All right. Well, you know, they go to a festival. It was bright. It was colorful. There was lots of foods. There was entertainment. There was, you know, um, socializing. It looked like a good time. Uh, at this festival, though, a young boy is taking pictures in the top of a tower uh, in an open window and falls, and everybody sees it when he's screaming for help, and Kamala rushes to save him. Somehow, she had her costume nearby on hand. Uh, didn't see her carrying tote toting a backpack around, I don't recall, but yeah. She shows up in costume and uses her powers to awkwardly save him, even though... She kind of fucks up during the saving him process and he ends up falling on top of a car and hurting himself. But you know, she at least slowed his descent enough to where he didn't die as he would have been surely dead. Had she not arrived to help. Right. Um, so she's, in, she's horrified, mortified at her actions. She leaves. Um, and as she is leaving, she uh, gets uh, confronted by the Department of, what is it? The DODC, what are they?
0: Uh,
1: Damage Control, Department, yeah, of,
0: Damage department Control. of Damage Control.
1: Uh, they try to apprehend her, and she gets away, and it's a car being driven by um, Cameron, and he says, oh, I'd like for you to meet my mom, and it's the woman that she was seeing in her visions in the episode. And that's how the episode ended.
0: I'm I love this episode, genuinely. Yeah. It was, it was super nice to kind of like it's not like it's 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 kind of lighthearted Marvel right now, and I'm really enjoying it. Like the stakes aren't super high. It's 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 just I don't know, it's fun. I'm just enjoying it for its kind of lightheartedness. And
1: it's a coming-of-age story from a teenage girl's perspective. Right. Um, a very strict, very religious household. Uh, obviously, even though it is a strict and religious household, she does have a loving family. And they're a close, tight-knit family. Um, but, yeah, I like how she's like, okay... Tired of all these old traditions you know I kind of want to break away from some of that in our own way it's 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 fun and it's enjoyable, but yet there's this whole wow you've got some type of power and it's emanating from inside you, but it's being activated by this bangle so there's that mystery it's yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the show I really do like it
0: yeah uh, I saw a bunch of people pissed off online um no. And not for the reason you think, though. Oh, yeah? Why would you think people would be pissed off at this episode, just out of curiosity?
1: Uh, Well, it depends on their skin color. No. No, I was going to say, if it's white people and they're angry, it's because brown people are being featured? No. Okay. You would
0: think that's the case, especially with, you know, an entire Muslim celebration. You'd think that'd be the case. Nope. What was it? It was it was for the same reason people were pissed off at red uh, at turning red because a tampon was showed on screen.
1: You're kidding me. Nope. When she was in the stall and she wasn't feeling well because her pa- well she was freaking out because her powers were in there and her friend Nakia is like, "Here, you're not feeling okay. I got a tampon." You're serious? People are upset because they showed a tampon and a wrapper on fucking screen. Mm. Yep. People can fuck off and just jump in tire fires. I'm serious. It was weird. It was very. It's not weird. like it was fucking used, and even then, I wouldn't be
0: angry. I'd be like, "Ew." Yeah, it was. Uh... I saw that online. I saw people being like, "We don't need to be showing that online. Like, we know that teenage girls, you know, go through that, but we don't need to know about it." I'm like. Who what's wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you?
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Cuz I fully expected fully expected people to be pissed off at the like why do we have to see a muslim celebration? Da, 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 da. <laughs> fully expected that. Not not a single person I saw saying that. It was it was two camps that did not like the episode. It was they should have expressed that entire scene that Nadia and her head in the bathroom because you know Nadia was basically talking about how obviously her family's not Muslim, but she is. Mm-hmm. And um and when she started going through puberty, her parents don't talk to her as often, and people are just like, No, no! And I'm like, At least they're not being prejudiced against Muslims, you know, progress.
1: No, it's not progress.
0: <laughs>
1: just they're just finding something else to focus their anger on. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. It's fucking it's hilariously stupid. But uh uh I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I really I really like that there's this nice representation now. Um that people uh, people of, you know, of of uh, Eastern European descent, not Eastern European. I'm sorry, Middle Eastern, uh, Southeast, South, South, South Asian is what I was trying to say. Because they're not Middle East; they're they're straight up South Asian. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. There's because there is a difference now, and um, not now. There always has been, but we just can clumped them all into the Middle East. Uh, yeah, because Pakistan is. Uh,
1: well, borders India. It used to be part of India,
0: right? Um, but yeah, uh, people are dumb as shit. Just, that's as simple as I get that um, in any context. But yeah, um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I thought, I thought it was really nice to kind of show Kamala instead of instead of a story of a character having superpowers and then kind of going through that now we get to see from this angle and it's it's awesome. It's really cool. I'm really happy with it. I don't have any other words. The the episode is actually fairly simple too because we don't get a ton if no. not, that makes sense? No,
1: you don't you don't get a lot. You see you know more of the daily life aspect and what her family life is like and I find it to be immensely enjoyable yeah the, the scene where her and Comron are sitting in that little cafe and they're trying to hide from her brother <laughs> that was a nice little moment and then of course he shows up and she's like oh hey this is our cousin and he's like what? oh I remember <laughs> you
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know her, her brother's not the brightest it was funny you know, their brother's fiancé clearly knew, which was which was amusing. I, I really enjoyed that, though. But, yeah, I'd, I'd give this episode an A. Uh, it's very solid, very enjoyable. Um,
0: I, w- I would have liked a little bit more uh, explanation into her powers in this episode. Yeah. I know we're getting it next episode, but I would have liked a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I definitely think we'll probably get that a lot more in depth in the upcoming episode this this next week.
0: I did see somebody say that they thought it was weird that um, people were going to a convention for the Avengers in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Because in their world, they would look at that as like this big, nasty event and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, well, some people do. Some people do look at it from that perspective. They, they see this event as a uh, as a bad thing and fight against it. We saw that in, in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. We, we saw that in um, – there's another show we saw that in. Hawkeye. But anyway, yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, we saw that in Hawkeye. Uh, there's the fallout of that kind of stuff. Um, but there would still be people who kind of idolize the Avengers and, 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 which we also
1: people. saw in Hawkeye with the musical.
0: Yeah. That's, that was my point exactly. Was that like, um, because somebody was like, it, it's really weird that they would have a convention and I'm like, it's not that weird. I mean, there was a fucking musical in Hawkeye. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen people do weird in our world. So Yes. But uh, but yeah. So, really enjoyed it. Like I said, really, really dug it. Um, I can't wait to see next week. Next week's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fun. I I know it's going to be because the girl who's playing Kamala, uh, Valani? Yeah, uh, no.
1: shit! I just closed the tab that I was looking at, or I'd be able to tell you her name. I think
0: it's Iman Velani. But she's, she nails the fucking role perfectly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's move on to the boys, season three, episode four. Do you have a, uh, a synopsis ready for that?
1: I do. I do. Uh, this was, this episode was titled Glorious Five Year Plan. Um, And it's been a week since I watched it, so I'm trying to remember, you know, as much as I can about it. So I'm going to read the synopsis that's from Wikipedia once again here of the episode breakdown. Uh, We see Butcher meet with Little Nina and negotiates to have the boys taken to Russia in exchange for killing an assigned target. Uh, upon learning of the V-24, Huey asks Butcher to let him use it. Butcher refuses, but Huey secretly injects himself with a dose. You okay?
0: Yeah, I just have to adjust my ass.
1: Oh. Well, do you need a minute?
0: No, we're good. I just have to stretch and move around while you're we're, while we're, while we're talking. All
1: right. Uh, as the boys infiltrate a secret laboratory, which turns out to be a military base... Uh, on appearance. They're overwhelmed by Russian soldiers until Butcher and Huey use their V-24 powers. And then they open a pod discovering uh, a still-living Soldier Boy who releases an energy blast that renders Kimiko uh, powerless and wounded, and she's not healing. Now, uh, they retreat to Stabilizer while Soldier Boy escapes. Now, on the American side of things, Uh, Victoria Newman holds a press conference to address the Homelander situation. And Stan Edgar is expecting her to announce fines and reprimands against Homelander. And she basically betrays him by publicly accusing him of committing crimes and in return, Homelander Home provides Victoria Newman with a dose of Compound V, which she injects into her daughter. Uh, it's apparently because she doesn't want anything to happen to her daughter, and she wants to protect right. her. Um, Starlight recruits Maeve and uh, her ex-boyfriend, Alex. What was his name? His superhero name, do you even remember? Supersonic?
0: Yeah, Supersonic, yeah, yeah.
1: To help him stand up, to help her stand up to Homelander. Uh, He attempts to do the same with A-Train after witnessing uh, A-Train just being absolutely berated by Homelander in the Deep. Um, Later on in the episode, we see Homelander uh, confront Starlight with Alex's mangled remains having killed him after A-Train informed that, you know there are people trying to take Homelander down. He's like, you know what? Fuck with me again. That'll be Huey.
0: So. (laughs) He's like, say it. So I want, I want to hear you say it. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And she's like, that'll
1: be Huey. He's like, you're damn right. So basically now, Homelander is essentially in charge and running. Fucking. The whole show. Um, He's 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 in control of Vaught. He's running Vought Yeah. Which makes his assistant fucking Ashley basically the second highest in command now because she's I love her fucking annoying ass character. Oh yeah, I know she's just, delightfully
0: hysterical. It's it's pretty funny. But yeah, that's we had a lot happen. We did, we did. There was a ton that happened in this episode.
1: Well, when Kamika went into <laughs> the fucking, uh, posing as the escort to go into her target's uh, home, posing as the escort, and then all those girls were in there, and she took him out.
0: With well, them. she took she didn't just take them out because <laughs> no, she took him out
1: with the fucking Black Noir dildo or whatever it was, because he had superhero themed dildos. There was like a Homelander one, there was a Black Noir one, there was a Mave one, there was a Starlight one. And it was funny that she was fighting his guards with those dildos. It was hilarious. But I forgot that she had a regenerative powers. So when that one chick shot her in the fucking head, I was like, oh, fuck. And then the bullet popped out and she got up. I was like, oh, yeah, she heals. Because <laughs> it had been a while since I'd seen that shit. I had forgotten. Right. Yeah. So, and, and I think the only reason they did that is to give you a reminder, yeah, she can heal but when soldier boy fucked her up and she wasn't healing, that made for a tense situation.
0: And I think that was intentional to show us because, um, uh, we knew that the Russians had a gun that could take out a superhero. Mm -hmm. His blast hitting her, I think is meant to show us that, uh,
1: The weapon's not a gun, the weapon's him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, the gun is him. The gun is him, because he can blast it up his chest. But, you know, I think the other aspect is if that doesn't kill Kimiko, how is it going to kill Homelander?
1: Exactly. So I don't know if she's going to survive. Her fate is definitely in the balance.
0: Well, and that's the other thing. The boys are not in a good place either. Um, with everything that happened... And
1: yeah,
0: uh, MM and Frenchie and Kimiko finding out that both Huey and uh, Butcher have taken V twenty four on top of like uh, everything that's been going on. Like, there's a massive lack of trust right now. Yeah, it's like like MM says at the end of the episode, like it's over. And I'm like, yeah, I get why it would be. And we're episode four of nine, four of ten.
1: Uh I only think there's six episodes this, this season. No.
0: It's all Wikipedia mm-hmm. showing. Hold on. I'm going to the boys on IMDB. There's no way there's only six this season. There's eight. There's eight. Well, there's, there's eight and six. So Yeah, because uh uh, still less than I thought. Now, so we're, this was mid-season. Next episode is titled The Last Time to Look at This World of Lies. And then episode six is Gasm."
1: Yeah, that's all it shows past up to the Wikipedia entry that I'm looking at.
0: The last two episodes are titled Here Comes a Candle to Light You to Bed, which is episode seven, and then eight is The Instant White Hot Wild nice so i'm i'm in i'm in to win it this episode gets an a plus for me by the way just because an un, an unleashed unhinged a homelander is terrifying and entertaining straight up oh absolutely um like i can't stress this enough when you take the heroes of a story whether they're anti-heroes or not, which let's be honest, the boys are anti-heroes. Um, and you, you put their backs against a wall and you give them a problem to solve. That is seemingly impossible to solve. You have an excellent fucking story. Oh yes. So I'm so excited for where the rest of the season is going to go. um, Oh, I can't I cannot get enough of this show. It's so it's show it's so good. So well, I mean,
1: out of out of the three things that we're currently watching, it's I think it's the best thing we're watching. Oh yeah. Not not to slot the other two things in the least, because I'm thoroughly enjoying those as well. But the boys oof. So when I'm doing about it
0: when I'm doing A minus to an A to an A plus. Yeah. Like, Everything we watched this week was good. So I yeah,
1: absolutely. Good. But yeah, I absolutely give this episode neighbor plus as well. Uh, just the level of heart that this show has.
0: There's a line that uh, 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 can never pronounce his, his first name correctly. G- Giano, G- Giancarlo, Giancarlo, Giancarlo Esposito. I could Esp- Esposito all day, but his first name throws me for some reason. He had a piece of dialogue at the end of this where he basically calls the superheroes, um, they're not bad guys or bad people; they're bad product. I was like, oh yeah,
1: man, yeah.
0: And kudos the uh uh, uh Anthony Anthony uh well the, the guy who plays fucking Homelander, the oh, subtle Anthony Star? Anthony, Anthony Stark. The fucking subtle, like, twitches on his face where you're like, he's mad, but he can't show it. He has to be stoic, but you can tell. God, man. Like, the dude, ugh, he's killing it. Oh, the show is so good. It's so fucking well constructed. Anyway. Well, uh, is I going to do it for you? Do you have any more thoughts or do you want to call it?
1: Uh, no, no, we'll wrap it up there because there's more, but I don't want to spoil much more than we already have.
0: Okay, that's that's good. Well, as Maya said, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, next week is Obi-Wan finale. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi finale. I don't know why I can't say the whole title of the show. Like I'm on a first-name basis with the guy. Miss um, Marvel Episode 3, The Boys Season 3 Episode 5, and... From the creators of American Vandal, one of the first things we ever reviewed on this podcast, uh, they have a new show on Paramount Plus called Players, which looks fucking hilarious. And it's getting great reviews, by the way. Like People are saying it's one of the funniest shows they've ever seen, so I'm very excited. But yeah, we're going to review those, uh, the first three episodes, I believe, of the show. I think. But uh, anyway, I didn't double check that, so whatever. Um. Guys, make sure you follow us on all the socials which which are listed below. We'll try to keep you updated if we add anything to the show, um, and uh, uh, so you can watch what we review. Uh, check out the Teespring store. You can find a you know merch like t shirt, pint glass, coffee mug, sticker. Remember that all the uh, proceeds go directly into the podcast, which is a current thing that's happening now.
1: <laughs> and hey. I'd really personally appreciate you buying any merch right now because I just had to replace my interface and headphone cables, and that comes out of pocket.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep. Um, uh, To watch the live broadcast of this show, uh, head on over to the YouTube channel. The link is below. Uh, If you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, go check out the Nirvana Network. It's where you can hear a plethora of different podcasts with interesting people talking about interesting things and nerdy shit you care about. Um, but again, that's Nirvana Network. Uh, that's it for my notes. My where can folks find you? You
1: can find me on Facebook under my name. Uh, it's a public profile. And also linked to that public profile are my Twitter and Instagram accounts. If you want to choose to follow me at all three of those places, that's the one-stop shop to do so. You can also catch me on another show called Figabangin' on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel every other Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. It's a live action figure review show. Uh, If that's your kind of thing, check it out sometime. We always interact with the live chat and cut up and have a good time. Uh, That's where you can find me. What about you,
0: Greg? Uh, You can find me under Chub Rock Geek under all socials. Do you remember a small segment I used to do on the podcast with Anthony called a geek Lo- or not a geek losing it, but um, where I would basically like get angry about things and kind of go off. Uh huh. I think I'm going to do that again on for All-Cute, for the all up YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Because I'm tired of more. why you're stuff. wrong. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Why you're wrong. I'm just, it's so frustrating, man. Like Star Wars fans, you're the fucking worst. Straight up, I'm looking right at the camera. I don't care. You're the fucking worst. Uh, but uh, but that's it. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, again, uh, you got four shows to watch this week: Obi Wan, Miss Marvel, The Boys, and Players. Um, fuck the GOP, fuck the NRA, donate and help where you can. We'll see you next week.
1: Happy Pride Month. Take care, everybody.